Utah, and welcome to the All About Fitness Podcast. Now, I'm not only recording this for my audio platform, I'm on Apple Music, I'm on Spotify, I'm on a wide variety of audio platforms, but if you haven't heard, I am now doing All About Fitness Podcasts on my All About Fitness Podcast YouTube channel. So if you're one of these people, and this has been a growing segment of the, of the podcast business, if you're one of these people that tune into to podcasts on YouTube, go to All About Fitness Podcasts on YouTube, and you can catch the video as well as listen to me. However you want to consume it, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to put more content out there this year so I can help you learn how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life. Now, first, I want to say a big thank you. A big thank you. 2020, you've heard me maybe say it on previous episodes, but 2020 was tremendous growth for the podcast. That's because of you, the listener. Also, my book, Smarter Workouts, The Science of Exercise Made Simple, has done extremely well. Smarter Workouts has been in the top 50 a couple times on fitness books on Amazon. And that's because of you. And I want to say thank you. I mean that sincerely. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And I wrote Smarter Workouts because I've been educating personal trainers for more than 15 years. I've worked, I've worked directly for the American Council on Exercise. That's the largest personal training certification organization. I work with NASM, the National Academy of Sports Medicine. I still work with both organizations as a contractor, as a consultant. I'm one of the few people that does that, that works with the two largest certification organizations. Why? Because they trust me. And I took that information, I took the content that I helped, and I put it in Smarter Workouts. I've been educating personal trainers for years. And I put that information in Smarter Workouts to teach you how to use exercise, to teach you how to design your own exercise programs using only one piece of equipment. I had a great review on there recently. I mean, if you, if you posted that review, thank you. But somebody wrote a review on Amazon about Smarter Workouts saying, hey, this is not fluff. This is the real actual science. And I mean that. I wrote Smarter Workouts so it can hold up five years, 10 years from now. It's based on the science of how your body adapts to, to exercise. So anyway, I just want to say thank you because you guys are supporting me and I really appreciate that. Now, this quick fit tip is going to be a brief quick fit tip. This quick fit tip, quick fit tip is going to be about strength. And what do I mean by strength, right? I want to talk a little bit about strength training and benefits of strength training. Because we have three primary components of exercise. You have strength training, you have metabolic conditioning, what many people call cardio, but I'm going to go into that later on. Then you have mobility, again, what many people call flexibility. I'm going to, I'm going to define those later on. But let's look at strength first. A lot of us are starting new programs this year. It's, I'm recording this in early January 2021. You might be listening to it later. But I'm recording this in early January because a lot of people are kind of rebooting their fitness programs, if you will. And strength training should be a key component. Strength training should be the foundation of any fitness program. Why? Because there's specific benefits from that. First, let's look at strength training, define what strength training is. Strength training is muscle force production. Muscles do two things. Muscles lengthen and muscles shorten. When muscles shorten, they generate a force. Muscles lengthen, when muscles lengthen, they're being lengthened by a force greater than the muscle, than the contractile force, right? So muscles do two things. They lengthen, they shorten. They don't flex. People also often say flex your muscles. Muscles don't flex. Muscles shorten, they lengthen. Joints flex. Again, that's a conversation for another date. But strength is being able to generate force from your muscle tissue. And when you look at muscle tissue, we have two different types of tissue. We have the contractile element of actin myosin. And when actin myosin slide against one another, that's what generates the force to overcome an external resistance. 
So again, we have active myosin. When they get that signal to shorten, they generate a force to overcome external resistance. That's the primary component of how muscles become stronger. The second component of strength is fascia or connective tissue strength. And fascia is the elastic, lactic, yeah. fascia is the elastic connective tissue that wraps around all those muscle fibers. It wraps around every individual muscle fiber. So if you think about this in the muscle, the muscle generates force. The fibers contract that element generates force. The connective tissue distributes that force throughout the body. So strength, we have two ways we can achieve strength. One, we can lift heavy stuff. That's one way to achieve strength. You pick up heavy stuff. The other thing we do is move a resistance through space in multiple directions, right? That's why you have lighter weights. I'm going to talk about the different weights a little bit later on. But first, I want to define what strength is. It's muscle force. Strength is, is muscle force generation. Doesn't, there's no time component. When muscles generate a force, there's no time component. Force times velocity or force over time is power. Well, work over time is power, but force times velocity is power. But if we look at strength, there's no acceleration component of it. Force is mass times velocity. That's what it is. That's Newton's second law. First law is inertia. A weight is at rest. A weight is at rest. Inertia is a body at rest, stays at rest, unless acted on by an outside force. Okay? You come up, there's a weight on the floor. You come up, you have your muscle force. Say there's 100 pounds on the ground, 100-pound barbell. That barbell is experiencing inertia. As soon as your muscles generate a force, what they do, they accelerate that mass. So there's force equals mass times acceleration. Now, the third rule of physics is every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Again, the third rule is for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if you pick up heavy stuff, what do you think is going to happen? You become stronger. There, there's, that's, that's just the basic principles of strength training. Now, why should you strength train? A lot of people think about, well, I don't need to strength train because they're maybe getting a little bit older. Or maybe they think it's just for the young kids. But the reality is we should be strength training because our muscles are designed to generate force. It doesn't matter whether we're 20 or whether we're 80. Muscles can become stronger. They're doing a lot more research on older adults. That's what my new book, Ageless Intensity, is all about. I also have an ebook. It's called Exercise for the Fountain of Youth. If you go down below in the show notes, if you look down below on YouTube, you can see a link for Exercise for the Fountain of Youth where I go into some of the science on this. Because it doesn't matter whether you're young or whether you're old, muscle adapts the same way. Muscles can generate more force. And that's what we want to be able to do, is we want to be able to strength train our muscles to become stronger. Strength train our muscles to become strong. It's a little redundant, but I think you understand what I'm saying, right? We have strength training, we have metabolic conditioning, we have mobility training. I'm going to go into those later. But today, I want you to think about strength training. For this episode, I want you to think about strength training. What are the benefits? Number one, you become stronger, able to lift heavier stuff. That's one thing. Number two, strength training activates the type 2 muscle fibers. Type 2 muscle fibers give the shape, definition, and appearance of a muscle, right? You can be very aerobically efficient. You can go jogging quite often. You can walk quite often. You can do low-intensity exercise, and your muscles, your type 1 muscle fibers, will become very efficient at using oxygen plus fat to create energy. They become aerobically efficient. But you need to pick up heavy stuff or move explosively to activate and engage the type 2 muscle fibers. And type 2 muscle fibers are responsible for definition. So if you want to improve muscle tone, if you want to improve muscle size, what do you need to do? Well, you need to pick up heavy stuff. And you need to pick up a lot of it, right? Depends on what you want to achieve out of that. Now, a second goal, a second health-related goal 
it, from using type 2 muscle fibers is better glucose metabolism. And I say that because if you're a little bit older, and yes, you might walk a lot, yes, you might do some low-intensity exercise, but if you're not using the type 2 muscle fibers, type 1 muscle fibers metabolize fat with oxygen for fuel. Type 2 muscle fibers have different enzymes, and type 2 muscle fibers metabolize carbohydrate or glycogen. It's gly carbohydrate is stored as glycogen in the muscle fibers. So people can be active, relatively active as they get older, but still develop onset diabetes because they're not doing strenuous exercise that engages the type 2 muscle fibers. Why do I say this? Well, this is important to me because I saw my, my, my maternal grandfather, my grandpa John, had a bad back injury when he was a young man. And as he got older, it hurt him to walk and hurt him to be active. He was very uncomfortable. He was injured at a time during World War II he, in a factory. Not He wasn't in the war, but he was in the factory. And then as he got older, he couldn't be active because of his bad back. Well, in his 80s, no, his late 70s, he lived until his early 80s, but his late 70s, he had to have both legs amputated from onset diabetes. I share that story with you because I need you to think about strength training is using the type 2 muscle fibers to help improve carbohydrate metabolism. If you're not engaged in the type 2 muscle fibers, you might not be improving your carbohydrate metabolism. You have different enzymes in the type 2 muscle fibers than you do the type 1 muscle fibers and you need to engage them differently. That's very important. So, so type two muscle fiber strength training can improve carbohydrate metabolism, can improve insulin resistance. You reduce the risk of developing onset diabetes. Another benefit of, of lifting weights, of strength training, is calorie burning. It takes a lot, you burn a lot of energy, you lift heavy stuff. I mean, you can do a walk, you know, you can walk for five or six miles, yeah, you'll burn some energy, but you also burn a lot of energy. We use a lot more muscles working together. Muscle burns, the body burns about five calories of energy to use one liter of oxygen. When you do strength training with a lot of muscles, when you do total body strength workouts, like circuit training, your body consumes more oxygen. So what happens, you burn more calories. Strength training is a way to do that. Strength training also helps you manage a healthy body weight. If you're doing circuit training, alternating between lower body, upper body, core, midsection, whatever you wanna call it, guess what? You're going to be using more muscles. You maintain a healthy body weight. And that's critical as we age. Another thing is you improve your heart. You improve your heart health. So we normally think of, you know, cardio training or metabolic conditions, getting that heart rate up. Well, again, if you haven't done circuit training in a while, circuit training should get your heart rate up. You know, if you alternate, even if you're training at home, right, during, during the pandemic right now, all you need is maybe a set of dumbbells, a kettlebell, some elastic tubing, and a good, I recommend joining a streaming service. Joining, I teach on homeroomfit.com. Peloton has workouts, bodyweight workouts. Apple Fitness Plus has tremendous workouts. Join some type of streaming service so you can get coached. It's not that expensive to do streaming workouts, right? It's not that expensive to do that. What's the benefit of that is you can do, you can get your metabolism up. And especially if you increase lean mass, your muscles burn more, more energy at rest because they use oxygen than fat. So if you can add a couple pounds of lean, of lean muscle mass, you can increase your resting metabolism. If you add five pounds of muscle, you'll increase your resting metabolism by about 35 or 40 calories a day. That doesn't seem like that much, but over the course of the week, that's like walking two miles. If you can add five pounds of muscle to your body, that's gonna elevate your resting metabolism by about 40 calories, give or take. Over the course of a seven-day week, that's about, say, 280 calories. The body burns about 100 calories to walk a mile. So if you can add a little bit of muscle mass, 
That's like elevating your metabolism to be able to walk when you're not eating without even having to move. That's one of the biggest benefits about strength training. Another benefit is it can lower cholesterol, makes your heart stronger is one of the things I mentioned. Another benefit is, is anabolic hormones, right? We think of anabolic steroids as what baseball players take, but a steroid is a hormone that acts on the nucleus of a cell. Anabolic just means growth. Cortisol is a catabolic hormone. Cortisol helps break up fat for energy, but testosterone, growth hormone, insulin-like growth factor, they're anabolic hormones. When you do strength training, your body produces more of these hormones. And if you're a male over the age, if you're a male and you have a lot of belly fat, I hate to tell you this, but guess what? This is for you, Burt Kreischer. I listen to you a lot on your podcast. If you're a male with a lot of belly fat, guess what happens? Belly fat produces an enzyme called aromatase. Aromatase will attack testosterone, free testosterone, and it'll convert testosterone to a female sex hormone called estradiol. Estradiol does what? It grows breasts, right? So if you have a lot of belly fat, you have an enzyme in the belly fat that's attacking your testosterone and converting that to a female sex hormone. By doing strength training, one of the things you're going to do is elevate your levels of free testosterone. Over the long run, it'll take a couple of years, but over the long run, you'll, you'll elevate more testosterone receptors so your body will become more efficient at using that testosterone. Even older males in their 60s and 70s can produce testosterone as a result of strength training. For women, strength training produces growth hormone. Growth hormone helps metabolize fat for fuel. Growth hormone also helps keep the skin looking younger. So there, I mean, if you're in your 40s or 50s, if you're a female, you should be strength training because it'll help you increase lean muscle mass. Finally, the number one benefit of strength training, and I mean this, it doesn't matter, male, female, young, old, and I was at the gym today. I'm recording this on a Saturday in early January. I was at the gym today, and there, you know, it was like romper room there, right? There's a bunch of high school, college-age guys there, and I was over on the, the deadlift area. We're all, it was outside, the outside gym in Southern California. But the number one thing you get from lifting weights is swagger, is confidence, right? Now, these young guys had a lot of confidence, but it's kind of cool to be the old guy there. I, I was the only one in that area with gray hair. I wasn't lifting it as much as some of these guys, but I was still pulling up some pretty good weight. I was doing my deadlifts of about 250 pounds, right? That's confidence. Young, old, male, female, being strong gives you confidence. Being strong gives you the confidence whether you want to go travel, whether you want to take care of your kids, whether you need to take care of your parents, you know, it's one thing to be aerobically fit. It's one thing to walk around your neighborhood. It's one thing to do yoga classes, and I love yoga. But we should be strength training two or three days a week. And I mean that, strength training two or three days a week. Total body workout, circuit training. Now I'm going to talk about the different types of circuit of strength training. One, we have body weight training. If you're at home and you don't have much else, body weight squats and push-ups to fatigue. No matter how you strength train, whether it's with body weight, whether it's with barbells, dumbbells, machines, it's critical to go to a point of fatigue. Fatigue means the muscle cannot do any more work. When you do that, that's what can initiate that repair process of making those muscles bigger and stronger. Going to fatigue can initiate those anabolic hormones that lead to, to more growth, more muscle growth. So we have body weight training. You can augment body weight with a TRX suspension trainer. You can use a stability ball, do different levers, right? We have small implements. We have medicine balls. We have sandbags. Those are great tools. Those just add extra body weight. Right? Anytime you have extra force on the body, your body has to, muscles have to generate more force. Barbells, dumbbells, kettlebells, elastic tubing. Some of these are easy to buy for home. If you're still training at home, what I recommend is having two sets of dumbbells. One lighter pair for upper body, one heavier pair for lower body stuff. 
If you can afford it and you have the space, have some kettlebells, have some elastic tubing. It doesn't take a lot. You know, if you, I have, I'm putting more and more stuff up on my All About Fitness Podcast YouTube channel to show you how to use that. Go about all, go to All About Fitness Podcast on my Instagram feed. I've changed my Instagram. It's now called All About Fitness Podcast. I'll be putting more workout information up there to try to teach you how to use this stuff. Strength training is critical. And think about strength training this way. We, you know, unless you're training to be on a stage in your underwear, unless you're training to do a figure competition, don't do muscle isolation exercises. You want to do movement-based exercises. And the fundamental movements are hinging. We hinge from the hips. We squat. We lunge. We push. We pull. We rotate. We have a horizontal push like a push-up. We have an overhead push like a shoulder press. We have a horizontal pull like a row. We have an overhead pull like a pull-up or a chin-up. Those are the basic movement patterns that our body is designed to do. So when you think about training, when you think about strength training, all you need to do is start going through those movement patterns. Now, when you have heavy weights, you, the movement stays relatively linear. You stay in one point of motion, one line. When you use lighter weights, think about heavy weights for the contractile. I talked about the contractile element of muscle. Heavy weights make the contractile element of muscle stronger. But lighter weights, you move through space, and that's what makes your fascia and connective tissue stronger. So you need two or three days a week of heavy strength training or working in fatigue. You need one or two days a week of moving a lighter weight through multiple planes of motion to strengthen the fascia and the connective tissue. The other two, one or two days a week, that's your, that's your metabolic conditioning. And I'm going to go into that at a later time. But what I wanted you to think about was strength training because we should. Strength training should be the foundation of any good exercise program. If you can access a gym, great. Use machines, use barbells, use dumbbells. If you can't access it, if you're training at home, get a couple sets of dumbbells, buy a TRX. I love the TRX. I think it's one of the better tools. All this stuff is, is in my book, Smarter Workouts, except for the TRX. But I teach smart, I wrote Smarter Workouts because it teaches you how to use one piece of equipment, like a dumbbell, like a set of dumbbells, or a kettlebell or medicine ball to get the to get the strength training that you need. Ageless intensity, I step it up and teach you how to use barbells and kettlebells, and also some machine training in ageless intensity. But think about adding in strength training. Strength training has many benefits. Yes, it can help your muscles look better, but it has important health benefits too. And also, I mean, one of the things I'm saving for the last, one of the most important benefits of strength training is in some research that was done by the Ball State University, I actually interview, interviewed the head researcher a couple years ago, Dr. Scott Trappy. What he said was they found that 70-year-olds, people in their 70s who've been strength training and, and doing fitness throughout their entire lives, had muscle tissue and had muscle enzymes similar to people in their 20s. Basically, what he said and what they found in their research was that strength training throughout the lifespan freezes the muscles in time. And what, what you may not realize is right now, people in their 60s and 70s who've been exercising throughout their lifespan, this is the first time in history we've had people that age, that level of fitness that we can study, that we can learn from. And we are learning some tremendous things. We are learning some amazing things. If you want to learn the benefits of how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life, that's what this podcast is here for. Keep coming back to the All About Fitness podcast. Follow All About Fitness podcast on YouTube. Follow All About Fitness Podcasts on Instagram. If you want to buy Smarter Workouts, buy Smarter Workouts. If you want to buy Exercise for the Fountain of Youth, it's down below. My goal is to teach you how to use this stuff 
to enhance your quality of life and slow down the aging process. And it starts with a good strength training program. Reach out to me, Pete, at PeteMcCallFitness.com. Connect with me down below in the notes on YouTube. I'm here for you. I'm here to help you learn how to do this. You know what? I'm recording this in early January 2021. doesn't matter when you listen to it because we're all going to work together. We're all going to use exercise and we're all going to learn how to use it to, to manage the aging process. So keep coming back to the All About Fitness Podcast. And as always, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, thank you for stopping by. I do look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.